Welcome to Yo More Boys. This is Season 1, Episode 4. Hey, Adam. Hey, James. How was your week, man? It's pretty shitty. Really? Yeah. Well, tell me something good. <laughs> you gotta find something good. Gotta yeah. Something. Um. Dude, I got nothing. I'm sorry. Nothing? I got nothing. I mean, you have to have something good going on. Oh, oh! I saw Built to Spill the other day, and they were wonderful. I really and the new Built to Spill record's really good. Is it? I haven't listened to it yet. Like, so I'm, they were great? Dude, I'm totally turned off by the fucking cover art that they chose. It's like, pretty bad. It's pretty terrible. But, like, Doug, Doug Marsh is still, like, so fucking good live. I think that's, like, the third time I've seen him, and, like, he's just... Oh man, he's awesome. Well, the thing the thing is too is like this segues perfectly into Gilmore Girls because I I haven't seen the whole series yet, but I guarantee oh. they drop a built to spill reference. There has to be built to spill somewhere in the what eight seasons of Gilmore Girls. It's pretty good, man. Yeah. Anyways, um, so that's a good thing. That's good. Yeah, I I don't know. I I stayed up late playing Mortal Kombat and. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, how'd that go? Stayed up eating pretty... Taco Bell and playing Mortal Kombat. We had a big box of Capri Sun and Nutty Bars. <laughs> um, we played till like one in the morning. It was good. And um, um, there's there's less cleavage in this one. That's kind of unfortunate. Yeah, I saw that. That's such yeah. a bummer, man. Less cleavage in Mortal Kombat X. And uh, other than that, that's that, um, that's a casualty of uh, of Gamergate, I think. It is. Yeah. We. Uh, We've been doing a whole thirty, which is kind of like a paleo diet. Yeah, uh, we were doing really well, but then I'm know, already I mean, really bored. I just want you to know that. Oh, <laughs> no, seriously, what, what 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 are you guys doing? Well, we're doing paleo. We're doing a paleo diet, but mm-hmm. then again, we just went and ate sushi, and I got ice cream. So <laughs> it's not it's not going very well. <laughs> but anyway, that was my week. No, it was kind of all right, man. Not much to talk about there. Yeah. Episode four is what we're on this week yeah. for Gilmore Boys. Uh, it's titled The Deer Hunters, and I'll just get right into it with a summary. Um, before I hit the summary, I always like to do a quick, what are you listening to and why are you listening to it? Um, what you're listening to is an episode-by-episode episode critique, analysis, if you will, uh, from a male point of view of the series Gilmore Girls. Uh, it's not making fun of it. It is a very sincere thing. We we love the show. My name is James. Uh, my partner, as always, is Adam. Hello. And um, he awkwardly will introduce himself every now and then. Sure. Uh, but yeah, we're we're not here to make fun of it. We we truly love the show, but we want a male's point of view because it's a very female oriented show. It is. So and we're very female oriented men, so it just works that way. Very much so. Um. Yeah. So that said, we're, here's the summary for this week. We are actually, actually, I'm, let's be honest here. I missed about the last 15 minutes of the show. <laughs> so I'm going to give the first part of the review and then Adam's going to help me out. All right. He's going to, he's going to do me a solid, if you will. <laughs> um, okay. So this week, Rory is, she goes into a, a, a like a office depot, but the Stars Hollow version. Um, Stars Hollow, for those that don't know, is the town that they live in. And Stars Hollow is... A very quaint, magical town. It's kind of like um, Mayberry meets. No, it's just it's just Mayberry. Um, they try to make it Wes Anderson esque, but it's not. It's just Mayberry. Um, 
But anyway, Rory's in the kind of corner shop buying some school supplies, and um, she gets some school supplies. Lorelai in this episode is very annoying throughout, oh, and it starts yes. off right, and and it starts off in the school supply shop. Just, just she's just like in people's face, but that's kind of her character. Um, in their face, as far as not like belligerent, but just like, hey, attention, me, me, me. And well, so, in, in all the episodes leading up to this point, it's been charming. I think this is the first episode where it's actually a little bit grating. That that's just my opinion. No, I, it's it's grating. You're right. Yeah. Um, so then, can continue on. Uh, Rory gets uh, a D, and all the girls make fun of her, which is it, it's. Uh, that's got to be a it, private school thing because that's not a public school thing. That was a weird thing. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about how that unfolded. But um, all the girls make fun of her. It was very much like a Mean Girls, like a Heather's kind of thing. Yeah. Um, some, I forget the guy's name, but he's a douche. I've, I have him in my notes as Douche Asks Out Rory. Oh, I just call him Jerk. Like, that. Okay. For, for the past two episodes, I've just written notes as Jerk Says This. Okay. So, Douche Jerk. Douche <laughs> wow. Jerk. D- douche jerk asks out Rory. Um, he's, he, I mean, I guess I probably did stupid stuff in high school and asked out girls weirdly, but mine was probably a little bit more like, uh, uh, like you know, that. Uh, this guy was just like really sure of Dude, himself. Did your idiot. voice ever crack when you asked out girls? Because that happened to me once, and there's like not a week that goes by that I don't think about that. Oh, uh, you should own, see, I own that. And that. <laughs> Like that happens now uh, yeah, at work, yeah. And I just, I just run with it. I'm like, hey guys, could you stop doing the thing? Like, <laughs> you know, I, I own that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Rory's like taken aback at being asked out. She says no. Um, he calls her Mary because, you know, that's that's just what, what he does. Bags do, yeah. Um, then the Independence Inn is a kind of. I, was gonna, I guess it's kind of like a bed and breakfast slash hotel yep. uh, that Lorelai co-manages, I guess. I don't think she's the owner, per se. Um, but anyway, they get a review by a local, or uh, by like a, a big magazine who does reviews of like chefs. And um, Suki, who is played by Melissa McCarthy, is the kind of chef at the inn. And she is so stoked about the review, except, and here's 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 what I have in my notes what's her name is not happy with the reviews because of mediocre risotto and there's two things on that we'll we'll talk about this later but number one i'm really bad with character names um and so i just said suki but i when i was taking my notes i was like what's her name i don't know um and the other thing i got to talk about mediocre risotto but that's really where my notes end so adam all right so you you advertised that you had seen three quarters of this episode, but that's literally the first twenty five percent. I don't know. I'll have to check my Netflix progress. But I'm pretty, <laughs> okay, pretty sure so I... so so basically, what happens? Uh, um, so Suki reads the review of the inn's restaurant, and they call the risotto fine, which to a chef like Suki is an insult. Um, so. Even though it goes well, you know, it's sort of nagging at her. Um, Lorelai, uh, on the whole tip of being annoying, she's not really allowing Rory to study. Wants her to do fun stuff. Um, To appease her, Rory promises to go shopping over the weekend with her. Yada, yada, yada. Um, Rory goes over to Lane's to hang out. Uh, They sort of start 
talking about the differences between their high school. Allegedly, Lane tells Rory about a guy that asked about her at uh, the public school. Um, so Suki becomes really depressed. She becomes really distant about that whole risotto thing. Um, so for whatever reason, uh, there is a group parent-teacher conference for only her literature class. I'm not really sure. But all, all the parents are really well-to-do and have a stick up their ass, and they're talking about the AP test, and that's all they can talk about. Of course, Lorelai shows up late, as she's wont to do. And uh, Lorelai inevitably finds out that Rory got a D on the paper and uh, sort of understands why Rory is stressed and all that good stuff. Um, so, okay... My notes are really shitty. Oh, so then Lorelai is like, okay. And she rallies around Rory and helps her study and all that good stuff. Um, so there's another instance of Rory being late to Chilton. The morning of her test, they both sleep in. And uh, Rory, uh, in, in a fit of confusion, drives her mother's car to Chilton by herself. And she actually gets run into by a deer at a stop sign. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can't make this stuff, this stuff up. Um, oh, no, I saw it. Yeah. Saw it. Um, so uh, when she gets there, she finds out that she's too late, can't take the test. Rory kind of cracks. And, you know, she's pretty cool up to this point in the series. This is the first sort of, uh, I don't know, it, it, the, the first glimpse into how she's like her mother. Um, so she sort of uh, blows up and says, you know, this is unfair and, and all this stuff. And then uh, one of the... Uh, mean girl starts talking shit and then Rory just like just basically screams at her and uh, she gets in trouble because Chilton is you know like a super nice place um, so Suki uh, back to Suki is is ruminating and obsessing she finds the reviewer's check from the night before figures out that he had the wrong wine pairing so now she understands why the risotto was so blah. So now Suki's back to her normal obsessive self. So uh, Lorelai burst into uh, that request that... So cut back to uh, Chilton. Lorelai bursts into request that Rory can take her test again. Choose out the headmaster, calls him a name, and uh, choose out the literary teacher as well because the literary teacher's kind of being a pussy. But um, Suki actually drives another batch of her risotto to the reviewer's house with the proper wine pairing. You don't see the result of that, but it, I'm assuming it was good. Um, so as they're coming back, Lorelai and Rory are talking and being like, you know, you know, thanks for chewing out that guy for me. And like, uh, you know, it was really unfair and this, that, and the other. And basically the, the whole gist of this is uh, Lorelai is concerned that Rory is stressing out about going to Chilton and getting into Harvard just because Lorelai never went to college. And she, she's worried that she's living vicariously through Rory, which is a very valid concern. But Rory comes back and says, no, this is my dream. And uh, that's that. And that's pretty much uh, where, where the episode ends. The, the one note is that there is a spark of interest between the teacher and Lorelai. Yeah. And I noticed that's pretty that. much it. Well, okay. I have to defend myself really quickly. Because okay. <laughs> As you kept running through it, you were you were remembering things. No, I was remembering that I actually took more notes than that because I did watch more. Oh, uh, and I blame Evernote for not syncing from my phone <laughs> to my computer. Um, I did, oh, I that's did cute. I, I take notes in Evernote too. That's so. Adorable. Are you doing that right now? I do it. I'm staring at Evernote right now. Oh, today's brought, podcast is brought to you by Evernote. <laughs> Evernote, if you're listening, we would love to have you on the show. 
as a sponsor. As a sponsor or a guest. A I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's Joey Evernude. Um, <laughs> all right. So I was going to say a couple of notes that I've got for myself. Or actually, let's back up before we get into notes. The one thing about that summary that stuck out, and this should, this should impress you, Adam, mm-hmm. is the word want. You mentioned that Lorelai is very want to do something, and I just mm-hmm. want to make sure you mean you <laughs> mean went, W you mean W O N T right? Like correct, wanton? correct. Okay. Yeah, it, it's Would a very s- it's a very British way of saying as she is like to do. It, it's sort of uh, it, it it's the noun it, it's the noun form, and it basically says uh, one's way of doing things, like one's like how you would act in a particular situation, as James is wont to do. Like that. Now, is it is it won't or want? Won't W O N T without the apostrophe. So, well, right. Yeah. So it's really? not it's not a, uh, a a whatever of will because like won't with an apostrophe means will not or you're right right right. It's a sorry a contraction. I'm not a fucking English major, but um but won't without the apostrophe means a whole mess of other stuff, and um you know the only reason I know that is because I watch a lot of Downton Abbey and I pick up on a lot mm. of their vocabulary. Um, I and I take from your your moan of disapproval that you don't like that show. But that's No, okay. I didn't no, I was just thinking about fucking Bates, man. Isn't he great? <laughs> I love Bates. Bates yeah, is Bates so is good. good. Wait, ha, do you, have you seen like all the seasons or have you only seen a couple or I've, what? I've watched like the first season and a half. Yeah, oh, okay. My wife like dips in and out of it. Dude, it's I really... it's solid the whole way through, man. It's really good. Um, it's I like I don't know I like the 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 weird like uh, gay scandal that happened during the first season. I thought yep. that was kind of intriguing. Yep. Um, but okay, wait. So is won't won't is that is, am I am I am I off in saying that it's close to apt? Apt. No, that's uh, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're they're talking about the same about the same stuff. It's it's like a a custom that you have, or a habit that you have, or a practice that you have, or or, a, or, or a, you are apt to do that, or you yeah. are very apt at something. So yes, See, want to do. Look um, at this. Okay, I have a friend, a very good friend of mine is Mexican, mm-hmm. and Cesar. And, yeah, Cesar, and uh, shit, we should have Cesar on the show. Yeah, anyway, we should. Um. The, the funny thing is, is is I help him out with just like some of the, the English slang that we have and then I he helps me out with with getting better with my Spanish because I, I took a long lot of it but regardless what the English language what a very indicative kind of gift from our forefathers oh, that yeah. white people are bored <laughs> privileged assholes no, right? Think oh, about it's it. so true. It's because so if true. I ask Cesar, if I ask Cesar, like, hey, what would you say won't or apt? And this is not accurate at all, so yeah. I apologize <laughs> to, the, to, the, to the Spanish community. But if I said, hey, what is won't or apt, you know, those synonyms, what would those be in Spanish? You'd be just like, me gusta. Or like, not me gusta, <laughs> but, you know, it's like a desire. Like, I think that's like de- desarar, I believe. But anyway... <laughs> Then I would say, well, what's another word for it? And he'd just be like, let's pretend it's Megusta. He'd be like, what do you mean another word? <laughs> right. Like, that's the only like, way to say it. That's the word, right. dude. Us? English has a million uh, fucking ways to say the same stupid yeah. thing. And, it's and, just... and, there are, and, and, and furthermore, there's all these 
very esoteric rules governing the entire situation and and you grow up in english-speaking countries you don't know any different and then when you encounter people of other cultures and other languages you're like holy shit like well it why (laughs) why is this so complicated and well and on the flip side of that when i was first learning it and i was learning spanish i was like you guys are very simple-minded. You know, I was like, we have so many words for that. Why would you just make it one? And that's the arrogant thing. That's the that, defense. That is like, the American way to approach the situation. Right, that's a very stupid way. But but in reality, yeah, we make it too complicated. Well, speaking, you know, of the complicated English language, the opening scene of the Deer Hunters, um, this is an episode, uh, this is a podcast about Gilmore Girls. Just want you guys to know that. But the opening scene is all dialogue driven when they're yep. in the uh the school supply shop or you know whatever the office supply shop man it's like i think i've mentioned it before family guy has this non sequitur where they go into a gilmore girls kind of like somebody's watching it like peter's watching it and it's just the two of them lorelei and rory just going like and that's that's that was this episode yep um so that was that was something I wanted to point out. That's that's kind of where we've seen it in in past episodes. This is definitely getting a little bit more of the, oh, these girls are so witty. At at times they're so witty it's exhausting. It, yeah, yeah, right. Well, and 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 that gets back to the point of like uh, um, Lorelai's sort of need to be in your face about stuff is also getting a little like, all right, you can dial it back a little bit. Like, come on, man. I don't know. I. I don't know. I don't think I could. I actually. Mm, I don't know. Could you date Lorelai? Um, briefly, probably. Briefly, and she would probably find some really weird reason not to like me, and then that would be that, and then we would That's be friends th- for the rest of our lives. So, like, as we go through the story, you know, Lorelai keeps continually finding men, and it gets to a point where you're just like, "Girl, he's fu- there's nothing wrong with him. Stop it! Like, he's a pretty good guy." She's always finding something wrong. Girl down. Girl down. Okay, this is the podcast that is now turned into a big freedom. Uh, <laughs> Booty shaking extravaganza. Holy shit! Let's take a minute and just nod our asses to Big Frida. <laughs> oh, I love um, Big Frida. She's so, so awesome. For those for those that don't know, Big Frida uh, is an amazing entertainer from New Orleans. She uh, claims to have started or, or been a, a big pioneer of the bounce music scene. Uh, she's got her own show on Fuse, and I'm very obsessed with Big Frida. Uh, big Frida. Her latest right record now. is friggin' awesome. You should check it yeah. out. Big Frida's great. Uh, the new record's good. And Big Frida, I know you're not listening, but <laughs> if you are. Oh. Oh my that would God. that would be like a dream come true. That would be awesome. Jesus, you already know. <laughs> you do a good no. one. That's good. Thanks, thanks, man. You got to yeah. do the vibrato on the end. Yeah. So here's the thing about that. My wife is downstairs, and she's probably just hearing a lot of yelling and laughing. And then she almost then she heard the you already know. And then she's and there's an eye roll involved. I think. Yeah, there there's an no. eye roll downstairs right now. She's like, oh, big free to Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so yeah, Lorelai is just, she's great relationship. Well, like, it it is believable, though. Like, it's not, it's not like it's this artificial, like, she's like a man-eater or anything like that. It's just, she's a very, um, 
she's a very flighty person. Like she just moves from place to place and she's not dis- disingenuous or anything like that. It's just like she finds reasons to keep moving. Um which which I think really probably gets back to the fact that her parents have kind of unofficially disowned her up to this point. Um but I mean it, you know, that that that's all it's all speculation on my part. Question. Yep. I never thought about this till now. Does Lorelai possibly have ADHD? Um, no, I don't think so. Because even if she gets off on tangents, generally the tangents end with whatever she was talking about. It, it always comes back full circle to, to what she was trying to say. And in a, in a person with attention deficit, deficit attention deficit disorder you have it uh, it is (laughs) no i don't but um it is not going to be able to come back to what they originally talked about because their brain is it's like a it's been described to me before as as though the channel has been changed in your brain and now that's the only thing that's on so the fact that you can go back to what you originally talked about i i have my doubts on that that being said, she has way too much energy, and she has a lot of symptoms that are very uh, close to people that have ADHD. I still win. <laughs> well, fine, asshole. I win. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. Well, but see, ADHD has become like like a very well. It's always really been, at least in in just sort of American colloquial terms, like it, it, it's just it. It's very. It takes all of the meaning out of it, and you just use it to describe somebody who can't really pay attention. It, it's a lot of it. it like um, people rarely say anal, anal retentive anymore. They always say, "Oh, I'm OCD with this." It's like, no, you're you're kind yeah, of just true. being anal retentive with that. Like, like right, obsessive right. compulsive disorder is like you literally cannot do any other thing yeah. until you do this other thing, and it's torturous. But uh, you know, yeah, that, it, like I like I am very anal retentive about a lot of things, and and but I am by no means OCD. But what no. I'm trying to say is that like certain um, diseases and certain uh, maladies in in English or in American culture really have lost a lot of their meaning just because of their overuse, and and I think that ADHD is one of them for sure. I just really what I'm trying to say is you're an asshole. That that's uh, all I'm trying to say. It's fine. <laughs> now, here's, let me counter your asshole with another asshole. Okay. Um, you used the term malady. Yeah. In Spanish, they just use like enferme. Like ooh, I like that. Enferme. Enferme. Enferme sounds like if you met a guy. Well, it's infirmary. Like like I I just think of like a hospital or infirmary okay, or something. That, okay, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. And this is the very American way of thinking about it. But, like, <laughs> I'm not talking about, like, El Coca-Cola. I'm not talking about that. But, like, but you know the, the situations where um, you, you, there's there's all these different words in, in Italian or, or French. French? What the fuck is French? <laughs> I believe you, that, is a, that is a dressing that you put on something. I like a little French on that. Um... Ladies and gentlemen, Paula Dean. Uh, no. If you're if you're just tuning in, this is the salad dressing podcast where we discuss hybrid flavors that we would like to see in salad dressings. Hey, everybody, put French on it. 
Um, oh, but uh, no, no, no. You know how in other languages, um, the you'll hear a word: French, uh, Italian, Spanish. Any of the the is, French is not Latin based. No way. Now Russian, not at all. Russian's just like consonants choking. But um, you know, if you'll if you'll hear a word in English, and it's like. Oh, how do you say cat in in Spanish? It's like ah, like el gato. Yeah. And, uh, sometimes I think I'm just like, you guys, you just <laughs> took our word and put an O on the end and maybe change. Like I. But know, that's I but the... that's what we do to try to sound like them. So I. I no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> but but I but even though I know that it doesn't matter. Every time I hear it, I'm like, guys, it's cat. <laughs> I know you're trying to take it for your own, the gato, but no, no, it's cat. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Um, here's something I found fun, kind of interesting in this episode, and this is so typical of, um, I guess I was gonna say kind of cornier sitcoms, but no, not at all. This is sitcoms, and I don't anybody write in and tell me why they do this. I know why they do it. It's for effect, but. Rory got a D in school. Mm-hmm. She gets the D back on the paper. Okay, for the pa- for the teacher of to have written this D, if you pause this scene, that teacher would have written a D. They would have went over that D psychotically 53 times to bold it. Then they took a circle and circled that little D about 79 times. <laughs> Just to emphasize that goddamn D, okay? And it's it's thrown in her lap, and everybody's like a D, uh, and everybody like all her, you know, the the mean girls, Paris and the clique, are making fun of it. But I just sat for a minute, and I was like, dude, I've gotten D's. I yep. think we've all gotten D's. Mm-hmm. Um, if you got a D like that and you brought it home, your parents would be like, who the hell is this guy? You know, like, <laughs> dude, it's like that scene from a Christmas story during, uh, like when when he's um turning in his like they have to write themes about what they want for christmas and uh, in this fantasy of his his teacher likes the fact that he wants this this bb gun so bad that she goes a plus 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 and she yeah. like circles it a bazillion times and then writes it on the chalkboard and then yeah. of course you know like his classmates join him in revelry over the great grade that he just got <laughs> I do have. Do you have fantasies like that to this day? Because oh, I do. Oh Christ! Every single day, every single day, especially in meetings. Meetings is the are, meetings are the best time of the day to daydream, bar none. I don't know how many you have at your job. I have a lot of them, and I do a lot of daydreaming. Mm. No, I'm alone on this. No, I trust me. I was in meetings today for six hours, but oh, God. I think if I daydream. You have more meetings than I do, Jesus. Yeah, that's what happens. Well, do I daydream at work? I'm usually so busy I don't daydream. I'm usually daydreaming like on the trolley. I don't do you do you do this now own up on a podcast. Do it. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> like <laughs> Come on. I just Come on. I <laughs> I just pushed Adam over and took his lunch money for everyone listening. <laughs> Um, no, Adam, don't be a pussy. Are you listening to your iPod on the way to work, and you're thinking that you're you're actually coming out on stage and playing this song that's on right now? Uh, no, that's just me. Nope, that's just, just me. you. Yeah, oh actually, God. that that was a complete lie. There is a specific. Um, uh, there, there's this artist named Kevin Devine. 
awesome guy that there's for whatever reason there's this one specific song and i like many 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 years ago i had this weird daydream about me being in a band with like non-musical people that i know and every time i hear that song that's all i can fantasize about and i just go right back to that moment so yes i have done that but it not regularly Mm. yeah Yeah, i I probably do it several times a day and it's and you know what's weird about that I've played in bands. I've I've done a minor bit of touring. I hated it. Yeah. I hate setting up drums. I hate the whole idea of playing live, but yet I sit there and fantasize it. And Are you blowing up an air mattress in the background? Oh, no. I'm actually... Really? Is that what that sounds like? That's what like? that sounds like. I'm scratching my arm with a dime, I think. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like you're operating a hand pump. That's what it sounds like. Wait, 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 wait. Yep. Really? Well, okay, now that you told me dime and I have that in my head, that's all I can think about. But before that, all I could picture was like, you know, that like whenever you were watching ER in the 90s and somebody was crashing and they like somebody jumps on top of the chest and like puts the thing over the mouth and is 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 trying to uh push air into this lifeless body. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> You're never going to make it in med school. You're like, you know, <laughs> hey, guys, he's dying. Get the th- get, get the thing. Get the thing from ER where you jump on the guy and you put it over his face. That stat, stat. <laughs> okay, wait. What does stat mean? Now, immediately. Well, yeah, but why? But why? Is it Latin? Yeah, probably. Oh God. My my dad's a doctor. I could ask him. You should call him up right now. It's like <laughs> over past midnight. My dad goes to bed at like eight thirty, so that, that that's a no. But actually, he's supposed to call me tomorrow. So if I remember, I will ask him and then i will reveal it on next week's podcast all right a little incentive for you listeners out there they all care they all care um all right something else to um to to say this is kind of my last note for this episode all right this is funny um so suki's in the uh you know what? I was gonna I was gonna make a reference, then I decided in my head, don't make that reference, and now I'm going, you know what? It's Gilmore Girls, let's do it. I was gonna say Suki's in the graveyard, which is a Bell and Sebastian song. And um Bell and Sebastian is name dropped quite a bit on the on the Gilmore Girls show, so we'll name drop it on Gilmore Boys. But I digress. Uh Gil oh, fuck. <laughs> this is being edited out. Okay, good. I might keep it in now. Um <laughs> the no, the um, so Suki's in the kitchen with Dinah. Jesus, <laughs> I was just about to say that. Oh man, Suki's in the kitchen. I know. Oh, I know. Jesus, my grandma would be so proud. Okay, <laughs> Suki's in the kitchen, and Lorelai comes in, and it's Lorelai's being her obnoxious self. She's like. And Suki's really depressed about the review and everything. So um, Lorelai just keeps going. And I and I watched this banter, and it was a true-to-life banter. I know you know it. I know every guy has had to deal with this, with, with a girl, whether that be a significant other or a friend. So they're talking away. We're, you know, we're the oblivious dude just coming in like, hey, everything's great, blah, 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 blah. And then Suki's there just going, uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. totally the vibe that I got. I was like, I know that feeling. Yep. I, and I, then, yeah, I know that. 
So then, so then it clicks in Lorelai's brain. Lorelai's kind of like a dude in that way, and Lorelai yeah. clicks, and she's like, "Oh shit, I better shut up." Yep. What's What's wrong? So she goes, "What's wrong, Suki?" And Suki goes, "Nothing." And she looks yep. down, and then you go, "No, what's wrong?" And then Suki turns and unleashes, like every woman does. I don't understand that. They go, and let's let's rewind. What's wrong? Nothing. What's wrong? Well, you know, Jane did it, and it's, it's like this. They can't, and I'm not putting down women. We do some dumb shit. And not, this isn't even dumb. This is just an expression well, actually, of feeling. Well, I'm going to cut in there. It's actually, I don't think it's so much as a, a gender thing. You're right. It's you're actually, right. it's a social convention. Because no, th- we th- do this it. happens do in too. males, too. You're right. Because you're right. It, basically what's happening there is that somebody has a lot of information about something and they're really testing the waters to see if somebody's even going to listen about that. And and so they say, what's wrong? Oh, nothing. And then if they come back and say something, then it's like, all right, that gives me the green light to go ahead and just vomit out whatever I have on my brain. Because I do that shit too. So I, I do too. I, yeah, I know. I think, that's, right. I think that's a social convention more than anything else. Well, that's all I had about that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to shut you down. I thought that. No, well, I see, just, the that's... thing is, like, I thought that was like, oh, that's actually. I think we can. I, I think we can. And then I was just like, oh, I just made James look like. It. No, 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 you didn't. You didn't. And and if we wanna, if we wanna get into really some meta analysis, let's be honest about what I was doing. I thought it was a funny thing. Yeah. I took note of it, and I was gonna talk my way through it and find a punchline. Yep. You jumped in. It was fine. And I realized I didn't have a punchline, so <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, okay. Before we close out this episode, there was a, a, a random one. I, I am such a fan of the one-liners in this show. There was one that stood out uh, from the rest. Uh, Rory was in Luke's diner. She had just gotten the D, so now she's like studying like a madman. And she uh, breaks a pencil and then throws it. She kind of throws it at the table and it bounces across the room. Luke comes over, offers her pie, and uh, uh, Rory is just like, why are you offering me pie? And he goes, violent pencil tossing usually signals a need for pie. But he said that in, like, his quintessential, like, Luke deadpan. And I thought that was fantastic. I love that guy. He's so good. so good. Yeah. And and interestingly, like, this was a very uh, uh, Luke light episode, but the contribution that he had was fantastic. Can I say, I hate Luke light. I know. I love, well, just, I've watched a lot of other episodes. I love the Luke heavy episodes. They're fantastic. Well, Scott Gordon Patterson is 56 years young. Uh, Scott is Luke. This is this is the actor's name. Um, he was a baseball pitcher for six years. What? Why do I feel like that? That 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 definitely you know spikes your feathers. It does. I love baseball. Um, he was initially selected by the Atlanta Braves. Wait, for something. you're you're pulling my chain. No, look up Wikipedia, man. He was traded from the Braves to the Yankees for Bob Watson in '82. That is so cool. Like I like legitimately, that is really cool. Like I, I love baseball. That's it's very interesting. He was also in, and I, I just wanted to go through his filmography really quick because he's awesome. Um, he was in some. Well, okay, his first movie was a direct-to-video movie, so that's not a great start. No, but 
But he's an athlete. I mean, how, how much can you right. expect? Uh, he's also in, and I don't know that these are great either, but Saw 4, 5, and 6. Um, as, oh my god, I gotta talk, oh my god, I gotta tell you something, Adam. But really quick, I just want to mention, um, uh, my, my good friend actually has a saying, and I, this is something I, I think about every day. In your lifetime, every single person gets to direct a saw. And I, and I stand by that. That's, I mean, the first one is a really good movie, to be honest. After that, I couldn't, I mean, I think I watched like 10 seconds of one on TV once and I was like, oh yeah, they're like, everybody gets to direct a saw. That's just the way of life. Um, and you know exactly who it is, don't you? Uh, yeah. Oh no, it sounds like you don't. So here's what's up. <laughs> Am I that here's transparent? What... God damn it. No, you have no idea. Okay. Um, I, I don't. Sorry. Is it B-Queen? Uh, it's not B-Queen. It is, is B-Queen. Oh, it is yeah, B-Queen. All right. Yeah, it's B-Queen. Um, the the only reason I guess that is because he's in the in the movie area. Sure. And, and you're talking about a movie. That's literally the only connection. Yeah. Now, here's, here's what's up. This is going to, for everyone listening, let's just let this simmer for a second when I say this. And I just want to see what happens with Adam. This is so anticlimactic. Scott Gordon Patterson also plays Luke on Gilmore Girls, was on an episode of Seinfeld. The episode is The Sponge. And I think he might be (laughs) sponge-worthy. Oh, he is definitely sponge-worthy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I think on that note, we are going to end episode four of Gilmore Boys. All right, well... Everybody, thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week for episode five. Yep. Yep. Uh, Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. This is the podcast with smooth endings. You guys have a good week. (laughs) Uh, Oh, Uh, wait, 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 wait. Now I got to go back. Wait, I got to go back. He's also on an episode of Will and Grace. This episode of Will and Grace is titled... Das Boob. (laughs) And that's how I'm going to end this episode. You guys have a good week. Thank you for listening to Gilmore Boys. Until next time.